across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Good morning, Rockstar Nation. Happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Man, big day today for Pat Hyben. I'm launching Rebus University. Yes, Rebus University. You might say, what the hell is Rebus University? Well, basically, it's a company that I started because I felt like there was so much product knowledge in real estate And there wasn't enough sales training in real estate, meaning there was a lot of classes that were more boring, continuing education classes on a million different ways you can lose your license and get sued and and what not to do, sort of. And I wanted to create things that, uh, that helped people, that uplifted them, that got them to close the deal. Because I think that for the most part, a lot of real estate agents make mistakes in that they don't see themselves as salespeople. And first and foremost, we're salespeople. So I, I did it. I created it. And, you know, the first product that we have, as I've mentioned before on the show, is a listing appointment product. And there's a reason that I did that one first. And it's simply because I feel like most agents... And, and, and I'm getting these feelings. They're not just, I'm just not pulling them out of my butt. I mean, they're, they're, they're feelings that I get from interviewing 375 agents on this show to date. And that is that they're afraid, or the newer agents, or the agents that are struggling to make it to the next level, or all agents, I think, are struggling to get listings. And not just struggling because their market is such that the mega agents beat them out of it, or that the mega agents do all the advertising to get it, or that they give up and don't even try, or that because buyer leads are so easy to get and listing leads are are harder to get because they require hard work and a more of a forcefulness where buyer leads kind of just flow or you can buy them. But there's a second step to that, and, is, and once you get the listing lead, what do you do with it, and, and how do you beat a mega agent on a listing appointment? How do you beat anybody on a listing appointment, whether it's a mega agent, a neighborhood specialist, or, or the sister of the seller? And I think that there's a fear there that holds people back from going out and getting that listing confidently and, and feeling like they earn, they deserve it. That they're deserving of that. So I created this product. I had eight of the world's top listing agents. I, you know, yeah, I had Saul Z, by the way, who's on today's show. So if you like Saul Z from today's show and you want more of him, he's on this. Uh, his entire listing presentation is on this, uh, meaning a video camera filming him as me as a seller and Saul Z closing me as to why. I should list with Saul Z. All of Saul Z's um, listing stuff that he gives to a seller, his pre-list book, even his market analysis that he goes over with the seller. All this stuff is on there for you to download, obviously, if you get the product. 
Uh, there's 28 downloads. 28 downloads of of stuff, whether it's Nate Martinez's book that he gives every seller or Brendan Payne's scribble scratch mark analysis that he uses on purpose and he'll explain why in the videos. Rachel Adams uh, stuff that she uses and that she gives them. All of the eight agents supplied their listing materials to me to put on there. All of the eight agents were candid about everything they say and do on the listing appointment. And basically it's a 10 hour course with quizzes. I, I believe there is 42 videos and 52 quizzes or the opposite of that 42 and 52. Anyways, there's a lot of quizzes because here's the thing guys, you know, I didn't want to create something that was a piece of crap that you just basically, you know, buy and then never use or never learn anything from. There needs to be sacrifice on your part and learning is a tough business. But basically what I did is I took the listing presentation, broke it down into six parts and then each six parts broke it down into each particular agent and then broke that down into about a seven or 10 minute video. And then each of those videos comes with a quiz. So it's not this long thing that you have to be bored watching. You can watch seven minutes, take a quiz. Tomorrow, watch eight minutes, take a quiz. The next day, watch a four minute video, take a quiz. The next day, watch a 17 minute video, take a quiz. All dependent upon who you want to watch, what you want to watch. But at the end of the day, in order for you to get your certificate, you have to pass all of the quizzes with an 8% or better. And uh, you got to watch all the videos. It's about a 10 hour course, but you're going to be able to go into that listing appointment and, and take it. Go into that listing appointment confidently rather than insecurely. Guaranteed that. And it comes, by the way, with a money back guarantee, which if you don't like it and you think it's a piece of crap, I'll give you your money back. You got my word. Boom. Boom shakalaka. You got my word. Um, so I am going to be doing some FaceTimes this week. Uh, today, Monday, I'm going to do a FaceTime at noon Eastern time on my Facebook page, Pat Hyben, and I'm going to do a FaceTime at one on my other Facebook page, Patrick Hyben. If you're friends with me on either of those, you can watch it, or I don't know if anybody can, I don't know how it really works to be honest with you, but, but friend me on Patrick Hyben on Facebook. I still got like a thousand more people I can friend. And you can watch it at 1 o'clock Eastern Time today. I'll be doing them all week. Be hanging out. And on those FaceTimes, I'll be giving away special discounts. And I got a special... Uh, listen, here's the thing. I got 200 discounts of 50% off right now. So why don't I just give them away here on the show? Here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to wait until the FaceTime. You can watch the FaceTime because I'll be talking about the show and that sort of thing. But... But I'm not going to give anything less than 50% off. In the future, it's going to go more, probably. 40%, less, 40% off, 30% off, 20% off, 10% off. So this will be the most that it'll be. I'm going to do this 200. I got 200 of these coupons that I can use. So 50% off, write this down. This is easy because it's called the Certified Listing Agent Course. Write this down. CLA50. CLA50. All lowercase. CLA50. And type that into your coupon code, you get 50% off. It's 997 bucks. You get it for 
400 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever, something like that. Um, 500 bucks. And trust me, man, you'll be, if, if your average commission is 4000 or $5,000, this is 10% of that. And how many times have you lost a listing or could have got a listing that sold fast and it would have been an easy $5,000? This is a tenth of a commission for most of you guys uh, or less. Or even if it's a, a half of a commission or one commission or one deal, even if your average commission is 500 bucks, which it probably isn't, but even if it is, this is this is a good deal. 10 hours. I mean, this was a beast for me to put together and it's good and it's good. And if it's not, tell me, right? There's a discussion board where you can talk. There's a discussion board where you can talk about it and you can uh, discuss it and uh, say what you like, what you didn't like. It's really cool. There's interaction, and I hope there's a lot of blood flowing in there this week. I hope there's a lot of people that sign up and take it uh, because you'll be able to discuss with the other people that are taking. Hey, Dan Grebe, you know, uh, I love him. He he had this clothes that he said here. Rachel Adams, oh, I love her. She had this, you know, thing about how she touches people, the, the one-armed hug that I really am going to implement and emulate Rachel Adams. So there's a lot of that. And I want to see I want to see you guys talking about it online. So CLA50, just just do it. If you want to uh, have hear me more talk about it, I'm going to do that on FaceTime. But that's the code that I'll be giving away. So there it is for you early CLA50. So that's enough of that. Wish me luck. And thanks a lot, guys, for everything that you do and for all your support. We have a great week this week of course Saul Z today now Saul Saul's a friend of mine and I'm glad he finally came on the show he was he was very reluctant at first and he didn't want he was reluctant to give away a lot of secrets I think and and so I convinced him to come on and he's a smart guy and he's a smart listing agent and he's a smart mega agent and everybody can learn from him so he's full of meat and potatoes today. So you guys are going to love Saul. Wednesday, we have Brian Curtis. Basically, Brian, we talk about how to separate leaders from managers. Uh, he's a mega agent out of uh, Rogers, Arkansas. And he's got an 11-member team. You know, no joke. Two listing agents. A great call. Great call. So you're going to want to get to know Brian on Wednesday. Then on Friday, we got Steve Sandusky, who is a sales expert. And again, I love talking about sales because we, you know, again, you know, I think that that's what makes us more money. At least that's my purpose here, I think, is to make you guys more money. I'm not here to train you on how many square feet are in an acre and how you should handle an escrow deposit. No, that's that's not my job. I feel like my destiny and my purpose is to is to make you better salespeople, to earn you more money, to give you better ideas, to make you more creative, and, and just to help you earn more commissions at the end of the day, to help you make more money than you did uh, last year or that you ever have. So Steve Stan Sandusky is going to help do that. Super sales trainer and a great conversation about how to get more real estate sales. So anyway, so that's enough talking for today. It's going to be a great week. Look for me, please, on Facebook. Come hang out on one of my FaceTime lives. Never done them before. I'm excited to do it. Uh, I'm going to be on there all week because we are launching this product all week. So go on rebusuniversity.com. I forgot to mention that. rebusuniversity.com. You go to rebusuniversity.com. You, you type in CLA. 
Uh, there's a choice of CLA, certified listing agent or certified team agent. The team agent's not finished yet, but you guys are going to freaking love that. That is about halfway done. And then go to certified listing agent. You type in um, a CLA 50. Once you complete it, you get a certificate and you get uh, the designation certified listing agent. So anyways, guys, listen, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. You're going to love Sol Z. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a good friend and a killer real estate agent out of Chicago Land, Illinois today. Mr. Saul Z is on the show. Welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstar, Sully Z. Thanks, uh, Pat, for having me here. I'm super excited. It's been uh, uh, a long time, uh, and finally I'm here. You are. I tried to get Saul on years ago. Now we're going on our third year coming up between two and three years now. And Saul was like, nah, I'm kind of reluctant to share my secrets. And then over time, I convinced him. So, Saul, thanks so much. I appreciate it. The Rockstar Nation appreciates it very much because we do want to know your secrets to success. So why don't you give our audience a little bit of background on who you are, what you do, so they can get to know you better. All right, yeah, so my name is Saul Z. I run a real estate team here in Chicagoland. Um, I've been in real estate since 2004, started as an appraiser, then eventually started selling homes at Century 21. And 2006, I, I branched out as an independent broker, uh, built a team. Um, when market crashed, started doing short sales, then REOs, and then transitioned back to traditional real estate business. For the last three, four years, we're right, right around $50 million in gross volume um, and between three and 400 transactions um, for the last three, four years. So that's kind of in a nutshell, you know, 10 seconds commercial about me. Originally, I'm from Lithuania. I came to U.S. when I was 21. Um, uh, I, I transferred uh, from Vilnius University to UIC and then eventually I wanted to be a trader. It didn't happen at that time. I started doing real estate and I'm, I think I'm happy that I ended up in real estate and uh, that's my passion right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and I, and I love that, you know, you came here, you're 21, right? Yeah. How'd that happen? Like uh, Lithuania, you know, most people don't even know where Lithuania is. How were you able to become American citizen and, and jump into such a great white collar job uh, so fast? You know, how'd you do that? Well, uh, it, it, it was the program, uh, you know, from Vilnius University sponsored by U by U.S. Uh, university here, so it was called work and travel visa, and uh, pretty much, you know, I, I I transferred here from Vilnius University, started going to UIC, and then then eventually eventually I transitioned to uh, doing an while while I was going in school, I and was faculty of economics, I I got my license as, as an appraiser. I had a buddy who opened a mortgage company here and um, started doing appraisals. And then eventually I, I got my uh, real estate license, started selling, um, and then eventually applied for a green card, became a permanent resident, and then um, and that from that pretty much took on, you know. 
That's cool. That's cool. That's very cool. Very cool. Um, okay. So like how, how many units are you selling now? Let's get into some nitty gritty. We're selling in the last three or four years right now between three and 400 units. Okay. And what's your team look like? We're 10 people, approximately 10 people team. Uh, we're two listing specialists, two buyer specialists, three people in operation. That's a transaction coordination, operations manager, acquisitions VP, we call Tim, we call acquisitions VP. Uh, he, he works mostly on acquisitions and two field guys. Ac- okay. What's acquisition? What, uh, what yeah, is that? So, what does what so, that person do? Yeah, so we are focusing heavily, heavily right now on uh, buying uh, properties for investors, and this guy is pretty much what he does. You no, know, his full time job it is submitting approximately hundred offers, visiting probably, you know, between fifty and hundred properties a week, submitting about hundred hundred offers a month, and uh, underwriting those deals and making sure. Uh, that we can buy that property for investor and then resell it when we flip it, when we have it. So his, his main, main function, he's a broker, he's just looking at many, many deals. And when that deal kind of fits the model, then he sends the deal to me and I approve it to buy it. That's awesome. Then you guys buy it together and then fix it up, flip it. Yeah, right? very and much. Then, then. And then, so you get the commission on the buy, then you get the commission on the sell, and then you get the profit on the flip. Yeah, that's the that's pretty much how it works. Yeah, so we have you know a couple agreements with a couple investors that were with one with, with one investor we are actually even tied in the profits. Yeah, we that's have, what I thought. So so all these are really for investors and and but now you're saying some of them you're you're tied into the profit of the of the flip like you're a partner in it. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. So yeah. so we have a couple investors where where we if if we find the property for them for them and if it fits the model we have authority to write an offer not even asking him and once we buy we 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 ask him to give us listing when he rehabs and sell it and we have one investor where, where we actually tied in the profit so we discount the listing side commission when we sell but we tied in the profits on on the net on the net money what we make on that flip so you're essentially um, going in looking for houses you know what these guys' numbers are, right? You know what their, uh, you know, retail value is if you fix it up and flip it. You know what the retail value is if it's a if it's a, a bought as is. You know what their numbers are that they have to make. You see houses that are listed that don't match those numbers. You make offers so that the numbers do match so that they can get the return. Yep. A few of them say, "Okay, we'll sell it to you at this low price." Mm-hmm. Then you sign the deal in someone else's name and then you call them and, and you're like, hey, uh, here's the deal. These numbers work for you. And then they say, okay, I'll buy it. I'll continue yeah. on. So you do all that work ahead of time rather than just sending them listings and expecting them to tell you, oh, I'll buy this. You kind of push it forward and make the numbers work and then bring it to them. And of course, if they don't say it, if they say, nah, I'm good, I'm overspent right now, I got seven other flips I'm dealing with. Then what do you do? I'll I'll just you know I'll buy it with another investor. Yeah, because so you, I, I I know that's a deal, you know. So so normal when an investor comes in and know they only ask you, yeah, I want a deal. So what's that deal? A lot of times they don't know the answer of that deal, and then we educate and educating them what's the deal. So we have a specific guidelines how we write deals, but rule of thumb it is we we will buy a property at seventy percent seventy percent off of ARV minus 
uh, minus rehab cost. So, for example, if if after repaired value is two hundred thousand, seventy percent. Uh, 70% of that will be 140 and if let's say we have approximately $30,000 so we'll pay for as this property no more than 110 so when we underwrite the property we typically look at on we focus on after repair value not so focused on as is value because max offer will depend on that formula 70% of ARV minus minus rehab and then we know if we buy it this way we're probably looking at you know twenty thirty thousand dollars in in profits when we sell the property. Yeah, wow. I mean, if I was an investor and you were bringing me deals like that, it'd be a no brainer, right? I would use you all day long. Yeah, because you're not just sending me stuff and then I got to sit there at midnight while everyone else is asleep in my house, you know, trying to to scan through all these deals and and pick which ones and maybe put a low ball, and maybe get it. I mean, you're basically serving them everything right there. There's, a, there's an old script analogy about how to get your offer presented in a multiple bid situation. And, and it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, when you want someone to eat a piece of birthday cake at a party, you don't just give them a, a piece of birthday cake on a plate. You give them a piece of birthday cake with ice cream on the side, with a cherry on top, with whipped cream, with a really pretty napkin on a really pretty plate and a really nice fork, you know, and chocolate sauce and some nuts sprinkled on it. And then they can't, they have to say yes to it, right? Because it's it, you, it's all lined up for them. It's the same thing. The Saul Z team has given its investors, you know, this, this deal where the numbers work, right? In the yeah. area they want to buy and they have to say yes to it. So it's an instant, it's an instant done deal. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, we, to be honest with you, we, we, we almost never have a re deal rejected. You no, know, just pretty much we, we have. You know, we 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 negotiated with all investors that uh, we have power of attorney and we have pre-signed contracts. You know, we we're just signing the contracts on the, on behalf of them, and of course they can't back out during an attorney review, but it never happens because the deal is always clean. They can back out. You mean they they can during the, yeah. during the inspection. We, there is still inspection period when we when we lock the deal in the contract. There's still inspection period five days, and there's a third review. They can back out, but it never happens. Okay. Okay. So all right. So let's say you know you're doing thirty some houses a month, right? You know. So I'll take me back to the beginning. Uh, your first year. How many houses did you sell your first year? Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't ex remember the exact number, but uh, at that time I was doing mostly appraisals, and um, it was close to probably ten homes the first year. At what I wasn't full time agent, and then when I, when I started making more money selling homes, I stopped doing stopped doing appraisals. And, and second year when I went full time, it was it was approximately forty deals as a buyer's agent. I did only buyer sides at that time, like for the first two years. For the first two years, you only did buyer sides. Yeah. And you did three deals a month buyer sides. Where yeah. were you getting these buyer leads? You know, I was doing open houses. I was... Uh, did you work uh, on a was, team yeah, or were you by yourself? I was just... It was Century 21, so I was volunteering to the open houses, you know, for other agents. I, um, you know, it was probably another 30, 40% from my sphere. Uh, 2000, 2005, you know, everyone was buying homes. So there was a lot of first time buyers. Uh, I bought my townhome myself and, you know, there are, my friends were starting to buy homes as well. So there's another probably 30% of what I would say was fear, um, open houses, just, 
there was uh, yeah. Then uh, then the, I had the website called uh, housescondosonline.com, um, and it was simple IDX uh, IDX search. I didn't even buy at that time um, any pay per click or anything like that. There were some leads um, uh, from from that site. Yeah, and it just it, there was no there was no magic. Just a lot of hours working all weekends. I didn't have any weekends off. It was like Saturday, Sunday. It was booked completely. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible life, right? I mean, you're back to back. And even with just 30, it doesn't sound like a lot, but 30 or 40, but it's a ton if it's all buyers. So at some point in your career, you made the decision, you know, listings is the name of the game. I'm flipping the listings. Tell me about that. Yeah. So it was, it was about that time when I decided to broker... Uh, uh, you know, to branch out as a broker. My wife at that time, she was she was a loan officer, and she opened a mortgage company. I was a partner over there. We had another partner, and we kind of joined forces. You now we opened an office, uh, two offices back to back. One mortgage, another one real estate. And at that time, I already started doing more listings from my sphere, and that was two thousand two thousand seven ish. Yeah, somewhere like that. Uh, and uh, market started turning, uh, and I saw a big opportunity in the short sales. So I dived in in the short sales very heavily. Just attended a couple of boot camps. Then I bought that list uh, for uh, uh, for de- for default mortgages. So it was called ILFLS Illinois Foreclosure Listing Services. <laughs> Signed up with that service. I started doing ma- started doing mailers, knocking on the doors, and. Uh, and started doing a bunch of short sales. And I think in the first year, we probably did already like 100 short sales when we dived in. It was a learning curve to learn how to do them, but to learn quickly. And then from short sales, we ventured out to REOs and uh, ramped up REO very quickly. And at the peak, I think we were doing over 500 transactions in REO 2009, 10, 11, those years. And then went back to the traditional. Wow. Okay, so you got into the short sale business. You started killing it there. So, like, how much of your business now would you say is short sales and foreclosures? All right. So right now we we probably have about ten short sale listings. No, so right now it's probably about ten percent. REO, it's still about probably twenty five percent of my business, uh, and the rest is uh, traditional uh, traditional listings and buyers and flips. So, so REO default right now is probably right around like 30% or 35, like 10% short sales, 25% REOs. Okay. So the other 65, what's yeah. that? That's flips. Uh, flips meaning that the properties that we buy for investors, that's a big portion, uh, probably 30%. And another 30% listings, another 20 buyer side, traditional buyers. Wow. So, so what I love about this is you're, you're basically 80, 20, 80% listings, 20% buyers. Yeah. I, yeah, we, yeah, we very heavy on listing side. We, yeah. So I love that though. I love that business model. I mean, it's so much more in control of things. Yeah, it's that. And I think that's where, that's where, you know, my uh, strong skill set, skill set is in listings and buyers. I, you know, I, for some reason I never, now focused very heavily on the buyer side, even though a lot of times I get a lot of criticism from other brokers that I have so many listings, listing calls and I should probably do more buyer side. 
But I, yeah, I, I, what, I, what do I, you do with the buyer leads? Are you throwing them away? Do you just refer them out or do you just not even worried about them? I'm not even worried about them. No, we, we, we have two buyer's agents and they have enough leads, more than enough they can handle. Um, we, there was a time when we had, I think, you know, seven or eight buyer's agents. Um, but on, from, from profitability standpoint and from time standpoint, how much you have to spend you know, on training and managing those agents, um, it just uh, it it didn't seem that much profitable for me, or you know, so much advantageous compared to if you can focus on the listing side. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a big fan. You know, I'm a big fan of of, of being listing agents, and I'm I'm also a big fan of wondering, you know, if there's a big difference between having eight buyer agents and two buyer agents, because at the end of the day, and we've talked about this on the show before, the the profit margin on the buyer agents is paltry. Uh, and it requires a lot of headspace for the team leader or somebody. It just seems uh, so. I like that. I like what you're doing there. It's it's uh, fascinating, and um, I think it's fascinating that you created your own category. You're a category king. You created your own category flips. Nobody else that I've talked to is doing that. And so you've got. I mean, if I why would any investor use another agent but you? If you could, if you could bring it all to them on a plate like that for the same price, which is nothing. They don't pay anything anyways, technically. Absolutely. And, and, and if you, if you can learn it, it's, it, it's not easy, but if you can learn it, we simply don't have enough properties. You know, there are, there are a number of investors who would like to work with us, but you know, we just don't have enough properties for all the investors. So pretty much you choosing the investor you want investor you want to work with and you pretty much can command any commission structure. I mean it has to make sense. But it, you know you, you can command any commission structure based on how much work it takes for you to get that deal. Because you can show the PLs and everything. They understand they, they understand how hard to right now to acquire property. So it doesn't have to so be So you only- can basically say my buyer broker fee is more like if like if the co-op is X you can say hey yeah this co-op is X but I'm going to charge you Y for the, you know the work that I've done Exactly I mean so pretty much you know, we you know when you think about it we our typical flip it is probably 15 $150,000 Okay and if we cannot make on both deals, like you know, acquisition disposition, fifteen thousand dollars, which is probably ten percent, we will not do that deal. Uh, I mean, a lot of times we don't make any. Now, do you commission. mean you as in you and and the investor, or you as in you saw the real estate company? Saw as a real estate company because you no, know, because yeah, saw as a real estate company. So let's say if, if so, you got to make ten to fifteen. You got to make ten percent. Let's say yeah. So you know your co-op, your co-op on both sides is going to cover maybe half of that, right? And then, yeah, a lot of times we don't make any co-op because you know we buy properties not only from MLS. We buy properties from auctions. Uh, a lot of a lot of properties buy from auctions, auction.com. Um, or any other auctions when you don't get commission. So do you just tell them that? Do you just say, hey, listen, here's the deal. I got to get 10%. I'm going to get half of that or a little more than half of that from a co-op commission from the buy and a co-op commission or a listing commission when I sell. Uh, you're going to have to cover the other half, kind of? Is that kind of yeah. how you roll? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's on an individual basis, but my philosophy is to go 50-50. So if investor is making... If investor is making thirty thousand dollars, and that's let's say you know fifteen to fifteen to ten fifteen percent of, of of overall transaction, no, I have to make between ten and seven between ten and seven percent as well, so half of that. 
Yeah, so and I, I guess you could do as a buyer broker, as long as you put it in writing. Yeah, as right, long as it's in the buyer broker agreement, you know that's all legit. Like you're you're getting paid for your work for them, and and you are doing a, a hell of a lot more work than exactly. the average agent who who basically is doing nothing more than Zillow would do for them for free, like sending them a list of properties, and then they got to take the onus of doing all the work. I yeah. like that. Yeah, our rule of thumb right now is to take a look at 100 properties and get one to complete acquisition. So maybe out of the 100, maybe we'll put 500 contract and it will get through the closing maybe one. And that we take that from that work from from investor and we do that. So it's definitely we need to we need to charge more. There's no other and way. And then and then it gets you to motivate it to maybe send postcards to call people to talk to Fizbos and they're like, I'm not working with agents. And you're like, that's okay. I'm, you know, if the numbers work, I'll work with you or, or, or go to auctions or whatever, where they don't pay realtors. It gives yeah. you incentive to be a true uh, buyer agent, to be a true scout, you know? Correct. That's awesome. Okay. So, so where else, where else is your business coming from? Yeah. So another source of business on the listing side is expired, expired. And we, again, we don't do any magic. We use Vulcan seven. Uh, we call pretty much almost every single expired in Cook County, DuPage County above, uh, 250,000 to 500,000. And, uh, I have one dedicated, uh, listing partner, Richard. He calls every single morning starting 7.30 in the morning. How many, how many are there in your market right now? How many expires will Richard call on, a, on an average day? I would, I would say about a 50. So he'll, about, so this guy, Richard, right? He comes yeah. in. He uses Vulcan 7, which is Correct. a software that basically uh, – it's like an auto dialer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets people to pick up the phone. Hey, this is Richard from the Sol Z team. Da, 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 da. We're the best. Can I get an appointment? He gets an appointment, mm-hmm. takes it back. How much does he make? So from appointment standpoint, you know, he is aiming for 10 appointments a week, and he is signing approximately, I would say, two listings a week. That's his average right now. He, you know, his commission split on, on that particular side of the business, it is uh, 35%. Okay. That's pretty cool that that whole system is set up, and, and it's probably duplicatable too. Like, I mean, you trained Richard, but if at the end of the day he... He got another job somewhere. You could replace him and put him somebody else in that spot, right? The systems are yeah. all set up. Yeah, yeah. System is set up. You know, he all he does he prospects. It goes to an appointment. He signs the listing. Once the listing is signed, this file goes to uh, uh, my listing manager Dustin, and he takes it from there in terms of even communication how to list the property on the market. So at that point, Richard only is responsible when the property is listed to call list a, seller. Once a week and give the feedback and ask for price reduction after every three weeks. Uh, once it goes into contract, there's another person who gets contract to close, transaction coordinator, and she negotiates uh, inspections and all that stuff. And so Richard Drula does only goes in appointments, signs listings, and uh, negotiates price reductions every three weeks. That's it. Wow. Wow. And then uh, are you doing any REOs now? Yeah, I still do some REOs. Again, it's probably 25% of my business. Uh, we still service Fannie Mae and uh, VA and a couple of small, smaller clients. What, yeah. are you, what are you finding there? I know we do some on um, the Pat Hyman Real Estate Group and it seems like the Fannies and Freddies of the world, are, they're, they're, they're shrinking or they're outsourcing more. And these little companies are starting to come back again that went away for a couple of years. Are you seeing any of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, VA kind of you know, slow down, uh, significantly slow down. 
Um, I, we see some of their smaller companies, um, you know, asset management companies, maybe the ones who started servicing hedge funds, the ones who bought, let's say, tapes from Fannie and Freddie, they, they're starting to resell those homes. Not as much, but yeah, I think there is a Fannie and Freddie have less, and right now those asset management firms have a little bit more maybe, and they have... Uh, they are servicing right now those hedge funds who bought those delinquent teams and right now, delinquent uh, loans and selling right now on the market. I think that's that's what's so happening. So do, do you think there's less foreclosures now than there were two years ago, or do you think that just different companies are servicing them? I think it's a combination of two. So, of course, you no know, foreclosure levels went out significantly, I think, across the nation um, in Chicago as well. That's number one. Number two is that a lot of those delinquent mortgages were resold before REO stage. So, like you know, in in, in during financial crisis, you no, know, those homes uh, they were you know pushed all the way through REO, and right now many of those homes are being sold before they became REO. They're being sold as a delinquent loan to a hedge fund or a fund who buying those loans in bulk. You no, know, those guys they're trying to modify those loans, maybe reduce the principal, keep the homeowners and at the property. Uh, or maybe you know foreclose on those homes and keep them as a rental portfolio. There's so many homes who are aggregated as the rentals. They never went on a market to, to be resold as individual single families. There are like you know tens of thousands of tens of thousands of homes were bought by those financial institutions to aggregate as a pool of rentals, and that's what a lot of inventory went. That's where we don't see a lot of inventory coming through. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, that's good. Good. So, Saul, you're a, you're a lifetime learner. You know, we're in GoBundance together. You, I know you do a lot of Anthony Robbins stuff. Um, what, uh, you know, what book are you reading now? What are you, what are you learning the most from? Whether it's book, podcast, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, really, my my learning it is uh, Audible. I my goal is to um, uh, to do at least two books a month. Uh, via Audible, um, and um, yeah, what I'm reading right now, I'm reading right now, Emerging uh, Real Estate Markets by David Lindahl, and um, uh, that was uh, recommended by um, by one of the our Go Abundance brothers, uh, Michael, and uh, so I'm reading this book right now, and um, yeah, my main knowledge source it is uh, Audible. I attend uh, at least one conference a quarter related probably to real estate or you know self development. Um, I just came back from IMN Forum in Miami. That was uh, a uh, hedge fund conference, you no know, for the for institutional buyers who buy homes. Um, yeah, so that's probably my. So, and my your learning. goal there was to learn, or was it to meet uh, some hedge fund managers that might have houses to buy or sell in Chicago? Uh, it was a combination of two. Uh, at, I, I wanted just to expand my knowledge to understand exactly how 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 are they able to acquire so many properties um, so quickly. I mean, they're you know even they're institutional you know firms, but they're they're managed by 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 human beings like you and I. Yeah, so they're right. not they're yeah. not doing any anything. There, there's no magic. There is just. Yeah, system some no magic. Place, yeah. How they raise money? Yeah, they put it together. So when you go there, just expand your knowledge. I, I you know, when before I couldn't understand how you can aggregate two thousand properties a, a year, and right now when you went there, you talk to people who have done it multiple times. Right, and it makes sense. I'm like, yeah, that's that's how you do it. exactly. It's not a magic. That's how you do it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it all makes sense, right? So long as you get them for cheap enough and you can, and the rent numbers work and you can still pay all the salaries, uh, yeah. it works just like any other business. Yeah. Okay, cool. So lastly, what I want to do is talk about the listing appointment, guys. I, I had incredible opportunity to sit down with Saul and record in front of a camera his listing appointment. Several hours of footage we got, just me and Saul. And uh, man, this guy has one of the best listing appointments I've ever seen. Uh, it's going to be part of our uh, product, which is the certified listing agent product that I'm working on currently. And by the way, if you are interested and I'm giving 50% off, if you email me in the next couple of weeks to um, rockstar at hyben.com, rockstar at hyben.com, I'll give you 50% off when it comes out. But, uh, but what I learned from Saul is one of the things that I'll give you guys a sneak preview of, and you can talk a little bit about Saul. What Saul does three different things when he prices a house. And one of the things that I found most fascinating was his percentage to Zestimate. And I'll lead it off with basically he does an aggregate. That's a good word. He just used it of all the Zestimates in a zip code and then compares it to the person's house that he's on. So, so do me a favor, uh, explain that, what you do and how you do it. Yeah, it, so it's very simple. Everyone, everyone knows that uh, Zillow, you know, has, you know, Zillow values are, are inaccurate, but it's, it's, it's challenging to prove when you don't know the numbers. So typically what I do, I take comparables, you know, close to that, close to that subject property, um, I put them down and, and see how much they closed. And actually, uh, and, uh, on, on the other column, I put the Zestimate numbers. And then you, you add them together and you average what's the discrepancy, what's the difference between what Zillow said, how much those homes are worth, and how much those comparables close for. So in, and, and, and you, you know, come up with the with a percentage, the difference between those two values. And then you look at the subject's, Subjects estimate and subtract or add that difference, what you had that in average. And then you're getting kind of, you know, approximate estimate how much your home will be worth if you, if you think that this estimate is going to be inaccurate, the same amount, how much it was inaccurate on, on the other homes. Yeah, so essentially it's a, it's just a percentage. So if the Zestimate to sale price percentage is 98%, yeah. uh, then you just take there's estimate, which you know they know there's estimate. I mean, it, I think yeah. we're foolish to think that people aren't looking at their tax record and looking at their estimate, right? Exactly. Bef even before you get there. So if they know there's estimate is, uh, you know, 400 and the percentage to estimate is 98%, you take 2% off and you say, hey, you're worth 390, 392. And this is the proof, yeah. And this Boom. is the proof. Yep. And I love it. And he has two other ways of other uh, calculations. He does two. But you got to buy the product to get to find out about those. But uh, so anyway, so that, that I thought that's awesome. And anybody could do it. And you just do that in an Excel sheet, right? Yep. In Excel sheet. Correct. Yeah. 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 That's great. So well, listen, buddy, this this has been a great show. Uh, you've definitely offered some meat and potatoes. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing everything that you have. I'm going to put all of the show notes on hybendigital.com backslash Saul Z. That's hybendigital.com backslash Saul, S-A-U-L-Z, the letter Z, and uh, you'll pull everything we talked about 
Uh, right up, Salt. Thanks, brother. I wish you the best in the Chicagoland area and looking forward to doing some traveling with you in Vietnam in the next couple months. All right. All right. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to Pat Hyben interviews real estate rock stars. Please don't forget that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like FISBOs, expireds, expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever, and episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening. And don't forget, every episode, write down two or three things and put them to work. Make them part of your goal setting and make it happen. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. We're on Twitter, at Pat Hyben. We're on Instagram, Real Estate Rockstar Podcast. And we're all over Facebook on Six Steps to Seven Figures. And Pat Hyben interviews real estate rock stars. And don't forget, if you want to hear more of me, my awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben or Six Steps to Seven Figures, and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.